Welcome to a brand new podcast of Family Seasons by Coach Tia. As a family life coach, my ultimate goal is to help families create synergy. And what I mean by synergy is basically helping families learn to communicate more effectively. I uh, I truly believe that uh, Great communication can solve so many issues that our families are facing these days. I believe that once families learn how to communicate, how to uh, listen, which is a part of communication, then there are uh, families begin to heal. Uh, Things begin to happen that help families move forward in a more positive and healthy manner. Uh, My goal of this podcast from the beginning uh, has been and will always be to bring you information that I believe will help not only my clients, but also those that are just looking for resources, looking for answers. Uh, not that uh, I have all the answers because, because no one does, but just that I believe that there is some information that I can share, uh, that I can pass along, that I have used in my own life, uh, that I know other people have used, and that it works. So um, today I'm super excited because I have a special guest, which is my daughter, uh, Jaslyn, uh, my 14-year-old daughter, and we're going to talk today about uh, communicating with uh, teenagers, uh, particularly with teenage girls. My my uh, greatest experience is working with teenage girls, uh, mainly because, you know, I have uh, teenage daughters. I have a teenage daughter and a preteen right now, but um, I am super excited about, you know, bringing Jazz on and letting her give her um, just kind of speak for uh, the 14-year-olds, kind of speak for teenagers and just having a, com- a conversation. We have together uh, written down about seven tips that we like to share and discuss with you all. And hopefully these tips will really uh, be a great benefit in helping families learn to communicate uh, better with uh, teenagers. I, I, I hate to just uh, fall into the stigma that all teens are this or that. I don't truly believe that. I believe that, teen, uh, that those teen years are years of development or years of self-development. They're trying to find themselves. And honestly, does it ever end? Because, you know, even at my age, I'm still rediscovering myself. I'm still learning about things that um, maybe that I never even considered. So uh, I want us to, uh, first and foremost, to just have a more positive outlook on teenagers. I, you know, my daughter, as I said, she's 14. And She's not the first teen that I work with, but of course, uh, by her being my own child, I had to really put to practice so many of the things that I'd learned. And like I say, the tips that we have, uh, that we've written down, I believe these tips are going to benefit uh, myself as I not only continue to uh, parent my 14 year old through her teen years, but also I have a 10 uh, year old that's coming up. So I'm excited about it and we're going to get right on into it. Uh, I'd like to welcome Jazlyn to the podcast. Jazz, what you said, hi. 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 Uh, Jazz is, she's kind of quiet, but hopefully as we go along, she'll warm up a little bit. But uh, one of the first things, uh, one of the first tips that I would definitely recommend, both she and I, because we talked about this list to make sure that it's something that was going to uh, make sense, not only to the parent, but also to the child or to the teen in this case. And number one is to build a strong communication so that basically you can talk to one another about anything. And what that means is that I want my daughters to have, my daughters and I to have a 
communication that is so strong that they can actually come to me and talk about anything. I want to be their first resource. I don't want them to have to go on the outside to get answers. Now, sure, there are things that I don't have answers to, and together we'll work it out and we'll come up with um, solutions and I'll help them do research or I'll give them, you know, some direction as far as in, you know, where to go to get the answers. But most importantly, at this age, uh, they, I want them to know that they can come to me and talk about anything. And that was a tough one. I remember a single dad telling me that when my daughter, when Jazz was, um, maybe about eight years old. And I remember him saying, you know, what's going to be really vital is to be able to have her talk to you about everything and anything. And this was a single dad that told me this that was raising, you know, his daughter. And he said, make sure that she can tell you anything. And at that time, I wasn't quite sure what he meant. But sure enough, as we began, as uh, my daughters and I began to talk more as they began to get older and had questions about all things concerning life, I didn't want to, once again, I didn't want to uh, have them going to someone else. I wanted to be that person that they could feel comfortable talking to. And, and that's exactly what I work on daily. I work towards that daily is being the person that if Jazz has a question, whether it's about, you know, life, career, you know, boys, whatever the case is, I want her to be able to come to me. And then the second thing that he said is don't overreact. He said, just listen, don't be judgmental, but just be prepared be open, listening to what they're saying. Don't, don't, you know, don't be shocked, you know, don't come, you know, with all types of uh, different facial expressions and such, but just, you know, let your guard down and just listen, be that first uh, point of communication. Jazz, what do you think about that? What's your thought on that? Has that been effective as far as uh, you being able to talk to me? What I hope is about anything. What's your thought on that? Um, I think what you're saying is, true because I know when I've been kind of nervous to talk to you about something um I just remember that you say that I can talk to you about anything and it kind of calms me down and gives me what I need to go to you okay. so like if I so like if I feel the need to keep something I know keep something to myself I know that you're not going to judge me okay. for my for coming to you or for what I did or what I'm thinking about doing just the way that you've done this for I don't know how however long I've been a teenager so a year but how really however long we've been this close you've really just had no judgment zone and and that's good because that you know and I've had to work on that this, this did not come easy because I came from a generation where most of the time you don't talk about a lot of things you don't talk about sex you don't talk about you know boys you don't talk about dating there's so many things you didn't necessarily talk about it's not that our parents were not concerned because they were but you know that that had a lot to do with the way that they were brought up and so I wanted to uh change the course for you know my family I want it to be uh, just the opposite. So that's huge for me. So I have to remember that when she says, okay, <clears throat> mom, you know, I need to talk to you about something. 
I I try to put, you know, put my phone down or, you know, stop whatever that I'm doing so that I can give her, you know, that undivided attention because I know for certain that if she's coming to me, then it must be something. And so that's something that I I, I definitely try to be. And once again, you know, we're we're human. And so uh, when I find myself getting a little bit judgmental, I have to like, okay, calm down, relax and remember you know, um, this is an opportunity for her to share her feelings, share her expressions, you know, express herself. And so let me be that, that, that listening ear right now. If she asks for my opinion, then I will give it. And honestly, we know as parents, we tend to give that opinion anyway, but for the most part, when she wants me to just listen and, you know, just listen, that's what I try and do. And, and so that's what I highly suggest is that, you know, being that uh, person, being a parent that keeps it open so that you really seriously can have these children coming to you first and foremost. And then, of course, they're going to talk to friends and all of that. But at least uh, you, you'll be the one that they can go to because you built that foundation. So that's the first tip. The second tip, uh, Jazz, what's the second tip? The second tip is don't take everything personal. Oh, that's a good one. Don't take everything personal. That was new for me because I wanted to make sure that if she was talking about something that it wasn't necessarily about me or if she had an issue that it wasn't always about me. Sometimes it was. And I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, that we were once again, that I was still listening. But I, I had to learn it's not always about me. It's, it's not always don't don't take it so personal. Just relax. Uh, listen. And when the time comes, respond. So you know, not taking it so personal. That's huge. It's not always about you. They're not always trying to, you know, say things kind of coyly, you know, and, and not, um, not being direct. It's not always the case. Sometimes they just have this issue and they want an answer, or maybe they just want you to listen. So I think that's huge is, uh, just not taking it personal. That was a, a, a tough one for me, but I'm working on it. Jazz, what do you think? You think I'm doing pretty good? Yes. <laughs> doing pretty good. I sometimes, you know, it's, it's a little shaky, but for the most part, just not taking it so personal. The, uh, third Realize tip. It's just a to realize this is just a season. So when you're having those, uh, when you try communicating or when they will not communicate or whatever the situation is, this is just a season. This is going to pass. It will, it will not always be this way. I remind myself, my, you know, my mom, my parents reminded me of that. I remind, you know, my daughters of that, that this is just a season, whatever you're going through, it's just a season as you get through it. Remember that you'll look back on it and hopefully you'll learn from it, but whatever is going on in your life, however things are right now, it's just a season. Nothing lasts always. So that's something that I make sure that I try and remind, you know, both them, you know, I tell this to, you know, other parents. It's just a season, you know, don't, you know, try not to overreact. Don't take it too personal. And remember that it is really just a season. They will not be teens always. You know, if you have that, that difficult teen, they won't always be that difficult teen. At some point they'll grow up and you'll see them blossoming into the adult that, uh, that you're really hoping and praying for. So, uh, the next tip, what's the next tip? Be the confidant, not the best friend. That's huge. Uh, be the confident, not the best friend. And what I mean by that, that's, I have adopted that because I don't want to be their best friend at this age. We're not best friends. And that's because I still want to keep a level of respect 
that I'll need in order to continue to parent them on the level that I need to parent on. I don't need, I don't want them to be my best friend. We're not at that level right now. Now, my mom and I, we are best friends, but we're adults now. But as you know, these girls are, are, are still young, they're teens and, and preteens. We're not best friends. Uh, you, you'll have friends. You hope you do have friends. I have friends, but, uh, we're not friends. We're not best friends. We're building that relationship though. That's at some point in life when she becomes an adult that we can be best friends or we can be great friends. But right now we're mother daughter. And that helps us, uh, that, that helps remind them to respect me, to respect the authority, uh, to remember that I am the parent, that they are still, you know, the child. And, you know, we have respect for each other in that position. But remembering that I am not your best friend. We're not, you know, we're sure we, we do plenty of things together. We have the greatest time. We laugh a lot. We do a lot of fun things. But as far as us being best friends, we're not. I don't want you to get so comfortable that uh, now you're talking to me as you do your friend. We're not that close. We are mother-daughter. At some point, we'll be best friends, but for right now, we're building a great relationship that as my mother and I right now, we talk about everything. We are the best of friends, and it's a wonderful relationship, but it started with us, with me respecting her as my mom and her not being my uh, my, my friend or my best friend, not at this age or stage of life, okay? Uh, what's Let's see. Oh, that's a good one. Allow room for their own creativity. What does that mean to you, Jazz? What does it mean for you as a teenager t- for, you know, to have me give you that space to be creative? What does that mean? You're letting me be my own person. So I don't have to follow every single thing you do. Like, I take hobbies that maybe you didn't take when you were my age or that you don't plan on taking ever. But right. you're just letting me be my own person and have my own interest and 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 that's you know and that's that's a tough one because sometimes I know as parents we try to live vicariously through our children (laughs) you know I think that's just a natural thing but I have to remember that you know what she likes as she just said what she likes is different than you know something matter of fact a lot of things that they're into you know I never even considered or didn't even it didn't even exist at that time but for the most part I don't want her to be a smaller version of me I want her to be her I want my youngest daughter to be you know who God has created her to be and so I allow that creativity you know they're, they're the way that they want to dress sometimes is, a, is different than maybe what I'm used to now we still have their boundaries you know I still have levels of uh, you know there are levels levels of boundaries and and respect and all of that but uh, for the most part I want you to be able to express your creativity because I know that God created you with a purpose he created you um, t- you know to live a certain uh, a certain purpose in life and my job is to help you bring out to help you discover that purpose my job is not to help you be just like me no I want you know I want these girls to be the best of what God has created them to be. And so that came, that, that what helps a lot is that I allow them to be themselves, to be creative. I don't want them to be, as I said, you know, younger or smaller versions of myself. No, I sure there are a lot of things that I want them to, a lot of traits that I have, I want them to pick up on. But for the most part, uh, I still want them to be able to show their own creativity. What is their personality and be able to express themselves through their personality. Okay. And be supportive, not so critical, and remember to breathe. Okay, so be supportive, not so critical, 
And finally, remember to breathe. All of that is pretty huge. Being supportive, uh, being not so critical. That goes back to the judgmental part, right? Yes. Okay. I think that goes back to not being so judgmental, but, you know, be supportive, you know, support these children. There's a lot that they go through. There's a lot of things that they're dealing with. Support them. Even when they make mistakes, that's all a part of life. Uh, One of the greatest lessons we can teach our children is how to endure, how to uh, go through, how to, how to mess up and be okay with it, how to uh, deal with disappointments, how to uh, uh, have life not work out as, as you plan and still be able to turn it around and make the best out of it. So, you know, not being so critical, uh, remembering to breathe. Once again, it's just a season. It's not going to be this way always. And to just know that you're doing a great job. As you open up the lines of communication, you'll be able to, to have relationships, you know, in the future that you'll be so proud of. You'll be able to really just uh, enjoy the quality of the relationship, but it starts today. It starts right now. Uh, being able to effectively communicate with your teen, your teen daughters or your teens so that they are comfortable coming to you so that, you know, they don't feel so judged or, or being afraid to come to you as a parent, but instead they know that they can come and talk to you about anything. And that if you don't have the answers, your job as, as a parent, as the guardian is to help them find the answers. And so I think it's all huge. You know, this is a season. I keep saying that. I remind myself of that. It's just a season. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have family meetings. We're going to, you know, laugh. We're going to make it a, a big deal to get out and enjoy life and realize that, um, there's some greatness ahead and that within them is, is uh, wonderful things. It's just my job to help them discover it and help them uh, move forward. So Jazz, you have any final words? Um, just remember all of these tips and I'm sure it'll make your parenting slash being a daughter relationship better. I, I do have one last question, Jazz. As a, as a teen, as a representative for the teens, what would what could you tell teens that are listening right now as far as you know with some of the tips that we discussed or anything what are some of the things that you could tell teens that you know you're learning that you've learned that you think would make uh communicating with their family members a lot better well something i would say is is i guess don't be so dramatic like I know when things happen to me, I get so dramatic and I feel like it's the end of the world. But just know that your parent or your grandparent or whoever you're with, they're all they're going to be there for you no matter what. So, and even if they're not, there's always going to be somebody who is. So just don't be so dramatic. You make, you as a teenager, I know I do, I make mistakes. You as a person, you're going to make so many mistakes, but it's not the end of the world. That's true, for sure. It's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay, right? Yes. Right. Well, before we end, we're going to pray, as I I love to do. We're going to pray for your families. We're going to pray for your relationships. And we, um, you know, we're just grateful that you have spent the time listening. I hope and pray that that what we've said, something that we've said, some of the tips or one of the tips or something will help your life, will help your family uh, be stronger, be all that it's uh, created to be. It will help create synergy. Uh, we are we're, we're grateful to be able to come to you as a family to share 
things that will uh, just make uh, families what we believe God has intended it to be. So as we end this podcast, we're going to pray. Uh, dear God, we just thank you for this opportunity right now to come to our listeners and to just share some of the things that you have laid upon our hearts. We pray, God, that these tips and ideas and that these uh, things that we brought will make a difference in the lives of those that are listening and that we are just believing that healing is happening and greatness is coming about and we just believe that all things are, are going to work out. So, God, we thank you right now and pray that you would just continue to bless our families. We thank you. We love you guys. Have a great day, and we will chat with you later. Bye-bye. Bye.